Welcome to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be talking again about characters and proverbs, and this time, the scoffer. All right, well, Dylan... It's good to talk again, man. Yeah, yeah. Glad to be back. I, I really am actually enjoying this series a whole lot. Um, yeah. Uh, I've gotten a few uh, messages on Facebook uh, from from folks listening to this series that we're going through, yeah. um, and it's really encouraging. It's it's kind of cool to um, not necessarily go verse by verse through the book of Proverbs, yeah. but um, it's, topic it's almost by like topic. yeah, t- topic by topic. Um, yeah. But it's just kind of cool because we can. In my opinion, easier, e- more easily apply it to our lives. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because because we're looking at themes within proverbs. Yeah, and and those themes are personified, and well, we're persons, so so yeah. it is easy to apply it to our lives. And today we're we're talking about the scoffer, and and again, I think as with all of them, we're we're starting with a definition. Yeah, and, and the definition of a scoffer is a person who mocks mm-hmm. or makes fun of someone or something often of religion or moral values. Mm-hmm. And then a, a, a it's second not just of religion and moral values, but correct. that's often what it is. Often yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. not always that. You know, you can scoff about football, you can scoff yeah. about baseball, but but a lot of times at least as we consider it, it's yeah. you know, you're a Christian. Yeah. Things so, like to that. put it in my own words, it'd be to make light of or to make fun of, yeah. uh, to joke about yeah. um, something or someone. Yeah. Uh, the, the secondary definition I've got is an expression of scorn, derision, or contempt, right? Yeah. So it's just a – really, it's a strong dislike for something. Yep. And it's such a dislike that you're willing to insult it and make fun of it. Yeah. Like you just don't care yeah. what somebody thinks about it. Yeah. Like, um, like I scoff at the New York Giants and Philadelphia Eagles all the time because I'm a Cowboys fan. And the command, Commanders? The Washington. Is it? That, Washington. That's, that's their name now? The Washington Commanders? Yeah. Yeah. So So – I'm being a scoffer. All right. So uh, what we're going to do, at least right now, I think I, I would like to go. There's a couple Proverbs I've got. And then I think you've got a verse and I've got yeah. – you've got one in the New Testament. I've got one in the New Testament. Um, and, and we're just going to just talk about it. So I'll, I'll go through these Proverbs and we can just kind of discuss. So the first one is Proverbs 15, 12. Mm-hmm. And it says, a scoffer does not like to be reproved. He will not go to the wise. And then Proverbs 13, 1 says – a wise son hears his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. And then Proverbs 9.8 says, notice we're kind of going back here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Proverbs 9.8 says, do not reprove a scoffer or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man and he will love you. Mm-hmm. And so as I as I think about the relationship between those three, right, that Proverbs 15.12, well, a scoffer doesn't like to be reproved. Right, like he's not going to go seek out wisdom. He's not yeah. going to go to the wise. Proverbs thirteen eleven says, not only is he not going to go, but a scoffer is not going to listen. Yeah, he's not going to listen to what you have to say. Yeah, and then you get to that Proverbs nine one nine eight, and he says, do not reprove a scoffer. Yeah, because well, he's going to hate you. He's so, going to hate you. And not only is he not going to listen, it's going to make him mad as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. So, so we've got this 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 scoffer, this this person, and and I'm sure we all have somebody in our mind, or at least a a stick figure in our mind of who it is, right? Yeah. Um, but but you've got you've got this scoffer. And this person doesn't like to be approved. He's not gonna go to the wise. He's not gonna go and ask people for help. Secondary, if somebody comes to him, he's not gonna listen. And not only is he not gonna listen, 
he's just going to like hate you. Like he's not going to, he's not, he's not going to do, have anything to do with you anymore. Yep. And that's a, that's a scary really set of events there that happens because it really, to me, seems like scoffers have just a hard heart. Yeah. They, they, they have this, this heart about them that they're unwilling to, to listen. And it could be that they are, they're unreligious, right? They're non-religious. And so they don't believe in God. And so they, they're, they're laughing and scorning the idea of God. And, and it can also be that they believe that they are so much more righteous than you mm-hmm. that they're not willing to listen to you. Yeah. Um, and so, so I think scoffers come in a lot of, of different ways. Uh, but, but for our sake today, I mean, we're definitely not talking about football. We're not talking about baseball. We're not talking about sports, right? We're yeah. talking about Christ. Well, and scoffers either look down upon Christ or they look down upon the people that claim to follow Christ yeah. because they're not good enough. Yeah. And we've got to be careful. I know I pers- I've got to be very careful not to think that way. Yeah. Um, I, the way I uh, see this as far as not becoming a scoffer, not letting those those tendencies um, to creep in, because I think they can creep into anybody, yeah. um, is, you know, to, to remember, really, I go back to Romans, uh, mm-hmm. outdo one another in showing honor, uh, yeah. putting putting one another first. It kind of goes back to when we were talking about the humble man uh, yeah. three or four weeks ago. Um, and in, in order to... To be a humble man, you have to to not be a scoffer. Yeah. Like y- you can't be um, be joking, making light of of any struggles that yeah. anybody's going through. Um, you can't be joking or, or making light of any uh, beliefs that anybody has, and that even goes to our relationships outside the church. Um, yeah. You know, if you're trying to convert somebody to to Christ, if you're trying to teach them about the good news, and while doing so are scoffing at their beliefs, are are making light of their own personal beliefs and yeah. um and their own faith and religion, then they're not going to listen to you. Um, yeah. you know, j- just as 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 we are taught and as we understand, hey, there are scoffers out there that that want to tear down your faith, that want to yeah. to to crumble uh your belief in christ yeah um that's not unique to christianity no every faith out there understands there are are others out there who want to tear down my faith now yeah the the thing that we come at it with with jesus is we know that he is the way and so yes we have to say I'm sorry, but that's that's not true. Any other faith besides faith in Christ is not true. Yeah. But we have to do it in a, a loving way. We have to do it in a, a compassionate way. We have to do yeah. it in a humble way. We do. I mean, how much easier would it be? I mean, gen- genuinely, it would be so much easier if every faith were real and every faith were right. Just believe whatever you want and you're good. That would be so much easier. But that's not the, that's not the case. That's, yeah. that's not the reality. There is only one way. There is there is truth, and, and 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 it is objective truth. Yeah, and it is Christ. And we cannot be seen insulting, mm-hmm. making light of, belittling someone else's faith simply for the fact that it's not Christianity. Yeah, you know, I I think I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of ways that that can happen, even amongst the the, the, the denominations of Christianity. Mm-hmm. I think we're almost more likely 
to be scoffers amongst the denominations of Christianity. No, I completely agree. Than we that. are other religions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but if we have someone who believes in Jesus, who believes God is real, believes the Bible is His authority, but is misguided maybe in their belief system and their understanding and their understanding. And we're sitting there and telling them that their branch, whatever you, phrase you want to put, right, of Christianity, their con- their uh, denomination, is 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 silly and is dumb and is stupid and is all of these things. There is no way that they're going to listen to us and come to a more full understanding of Christ and His love. Mm-hmm. They're just not because we've already insulted their belief system. We've already made fun of what they currently believe. Yeah. We have to be careful with that. Yeah, and and I think it even goes towards um, brothers in Christ as well. Yeah. You know, absolutely, we have to be careful with uh, with scoffing how we treat those outside of of Christ. But yeah, um, I've seen a whole lot of people. Um, I've seen seen a whole lot of folks' faith torn down. Yeah. By their own brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, because of scoffing over something that somebody's dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um. Or even just scoffing at something else entirely in their life. Because yeah. we're as brothers and sisters in Christ, we're not going to make fun of each other's faith. We share the same faith. Yeah. Um, but I mean, sometimes. Sometimes there is like a, oh, you interpret it that way? That's stupid. Yeah. And and that's not the right way to act either. But yeah. um, but more often than not, what I see is um is is scoffing and um and um uh, making light of just something else in someone's life. Yeah. And, um, and we've had this conversation before that absolutely there is a time to, to joke around, to, uh, playfully poke fun at one another. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I, I think I do that more with the people that I'm closest with than, yeah. uh, than anybody else. Yeah. Um, but it has to, it has to come from a humble, Heart. And it has um, to come from a place of love. Yes. Like if, Dylan, if you and I are at odds with one another, mm-hmm. right, and we're we're sitting across the, you know, we've, we've now have a wall between us instead of a bookshelf. Yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> um, but but if we're sitting on in our own desks, right, and we're fuming about something that was said earlier, right, mm-hmm. and then I walk into your office and I start making a joke about something that you like or care about, right, yeah. like like you're. Well, you're a Cowboys fan, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm a Cowboys fan too, so that's a bad one. But you know what I mean, right? Like I start making fun of I'm something. I'm a bigger that, Cowboys fan than yeah. you. Like I, yeah, I come <laughs> in and I say, you thought you were a Cowboys fan? <laughs> you're nothing, right? And I just yeah. start, well, man, like that's yeah. that's obviously not going to see, be seen from you yeah. from a place of love at that point. And if we don't know someone and we don't know how they are, we don't know how they act, we don't know we don't know them from Adam, Yeah. well, we got to be really careful with joking with that person. Yeah. We, now – um, I like our, our conversation about, you know, avoiding being that scoffer that we yes. read about. Yeah. Um, I want to kind of transition the conversation towards like, how do you deal with scoffers? You know, before, the, before we do that, I've got okay. one more thought. Okay. Go for it. Um, and, it, and it's in, I thought your point about being scoffers to those in the church and dealing with life situations was mm-hmm. awesome. I hadn't, hadn't considered that. And the more I think about it, the more I think that's true. And I think the one, probably the biggest thing we have to be careful about. You can tell me if you think I'm wrong. That's fine. Probably. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> is is when we scoff about somebody's sin. Yeah. Man, somebody comes to us and says, I've been struggling with this. 
and I need help and we laugh at them or we tell them, how could you struggle with that? Or we, or not even laugh, but it's the, the face yes. that you make, the, like yes body reaction like uh like your body language that yeah. that kind of reaction or uh even kind of like a oh i'm gonna have to refer you to somebody else i don't really know or deal with that you yeah. know it's like man that that can cut so deep it can so I, the minister's retreat that i was at two weeks ago yeah we were i don't remember if i talked about this in one of the podcasts i remember talking about it at some point so if i'm repeating myself Forgive me. But one of the ministers that was up there was talking about how he had a, a woman come in mm-hmm. and, and it was, a, it was a lesbian and it was actually a lesbian couple that came into mm-hmm. the church building to talk with him. Yeah. And she said, listen, I, I want to be baptized. Yeah. Like I under, I, I, I grew up in the church. I, I want, I want to be baptized. And the preacher said, well, I'd like to study with you. Mm-hmm. Let me let me go back and grab my Bible. You just stay right here. Yeah. And this is before morning worship, right? This is, uh, you know, it's, at this point probably nine o'clock in the morning. It's you know Bible class hadn't started yet. They started a little later than we do here at Keller. Yeah. So, so it's nine o'clock, maybe maybe even nine thirty, depending on what time they started. Well, he goes back to grab his Bible, grab his stuff, and he comes back and they're gone. There is a sister in Christ. And as he was telling this, he started tearing up. So his sister in Christ told him, y'all aren't welcome here. Hmm. We don't want you here. You have someone who is coming to the Lord, the, the great physician, the one who can heal all wounds, heal all hurts, who carries our burdens. You have someone coming there and... And you tell them we don't want you here. Hmm. And as as he, I'm almost tearing up now thinking because it's if we're telling someone that their sin is is inconsequential enough that that we can laugh at it, that we don't think that it's a big deal, and or we think that they they shouldn't have ever been in that, and they're too far gone. We're making ourselves God. Yeah. And that, but is dangerous. Thing. But un, with the understanding, looking on the outside in, understanding we are not by any means on the level that God is. What Correct. we're really making ourselves is is just into scoffers. Yeah, like yeah. like we are making ourselves into um, judgmental, um, mm-hmm. non-understanding, condescending, um, condescending, um, and there. There is no place for that no. in the kingdom. No. Um, so, I mean, when we look at, at Proverbs, what is talked about more often than not is um, here are the characteristics of a scoffer. Here is how you deal with a scoffer, yep. more or less. Um, and I guess the thing that kind of bothers me, and you might be able to help me with this, but <laughs> the thing that bothers me a whole lot, actually, in Proverbs is... Um, when he's talking about a fool or a scoffer or, um, I don't know, I can't think of any other examples. Just yeah. people that you don't want to be. Yeah, sluggard. Um, there is no, here's how you help them from become, from 
from having that type of attitude. Yep. Here's how you help them from from having that personality and, and helping them out of that to being more humble, to yeah. being um, more understanding, more loving. It's yeah. almost like um, don't have anything. It's a foregone conclusion. Yeah, yeah. It's like don't have anything to be with yeah. the scoffers. Don't have anything to be with the fools. Don't don't associate with the sluggard. Like yeah. like that's the way they are, and you need to completely avoid that person. Yeah. And I guess the reason I struggle with that is because there's people throughout the church that have tendencies to struggle with those type of of attitudes. Yeah. Um, and absolutely, I'm not just going to say, oh, well, they're that way, so I'm not going to have anything to do with that person. Yeah. So I think of a couple, I thought of a couple things as you were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course now they're all kind of fleeing my yeah. mind. So <laughs> one of the things uh, in, in regards to helping somebody like that and, and why the Proverbs doesn't talk about that, you know, I, I am not Solomon. I was not blessed with the most wisdom that anybody on the earth has ever been granted yeah. aside from Jesus. But I do think that a part of it, is because when he is writing these Proverbs, when he's saying, do not associate with the scoffer, right? Don't talk to the scoffer. Don't reprove the scoffer. Don't um, don't eat with the drunkards mm-hmm. or with the gluttons. I think what, what the message there is, this person has proven themselves over and over and time and time again to be such a person. Yeah. And they are not yet ready to receive instruction, yep. which is kind of what I, I talked about a little earlier, right? With the hardness of heart. Yep. And so I thought of Pharaoh after that. Yeah. Right. Pharaoh had a hard heart and, and it even said that God caused his heart to be hard. Well, mm-hmm. God didn't like physically harden his heart. Pharaoh's heart was already inclined mm-hmm. to be hardened because he didn't believe that Jehovah, yeah. that God was really God. Yeah. Right. And so he wanted his slaves. He was selfish. He wanted those things to happen. And so he, his heart was hardened. Yeah. I think in the same way, people's hearts are hardened. And, and, and oftentimes it takes hitting rock bottom. Mm-hmm. It takes um, a, a death in the family. It takes a, a an act outside of our normal way of life to cause our heart to have those, those, those cracks. Yeah. Those, Some sort of uh, disruption. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think – at that point is when it's possible. And so then I think of in First Corinthians. Yeah. I believe it's in First Corinthians, if, if you don't mind trying to look it up. I will. But you've got Paul talking about giving this person up to Satan so that he may be saved. And, and I, I believe at this point, this, this is the story of the man who is sleeping with, who's having relations with his father's wife. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is his mother-in-law, but not his mother, right? His mother-in-law. Yep. Um, or no? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, it's First uh, uh, Corinthians five, uh, starting in verse one. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, yeah. and of a kind that is not tolerated even among pagans. Mm-hmm. For a man hath has his father's wife. Um, yeah. He goes on to say, "Let him be given over to Satan." Yes. Yeah. So I I think to to try to answer your question. And I don't know that this is adequately answering it, but but it's an attempt. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, I, I think the reason that the Proverbs doesn't deal with how to handle them is because the 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 conclusion is that it is already foregone. Mm-hmm. This person is this way. And if you come across someone this way, 
then don't have anything to do with them. But I, I don't think that means if we see someone there or if we see someone that has that kind of behavior once or whatever the case, that we don't try to help them. Yeah, that, and that's kind of what I was yeah. going to the come at it from, like the, the yeah. angle I was like, thinking of, yeah. is there's a difference between I've scoffed before. There's a difference between I've been a sluggard before. There's a difference between I've been a fool before Correct. versus I am a fool. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and there's yeah. a big difference between uh what like what you're you're defined as. Yes. Um honestly, this is the kind of conversation um that I have with our teens sometimes because um you know, one of the things that is super super popular in the news is is really just what you were talking about, you know, a little bit ago um yeah. is, you know, sexual immorality uh throughout our culture today yeah um and what we are defined as um and uh people love to to have definitions of i am this or i am that um i identify as yeah and and there's a really really big difference um and i hope that people understand what i'm saying and and I, i think our teens do when i'm having these conversations with them but there's a really big difference between saying i have struggled with this or I have uh, have dealt with this in the past versus I am this. I have struggled with being a sluggard. I have struggled with being a scoffer, but I do not define myself as a sluggard. Correct. I do not define myself as a scoffer. Correct. Therefore, I hope that people don't treat me as Solomon um, suggests the way that we treat scoffers. What Solomon's referring to is, like you said, with – with Pharaoh, or yeah. also I go back to even what Jesus is talking about with the parable of the sowers. Yeah. Um, no, not sowers, the parable of the soils. Um, yeah. There's the, the thorny soil, the rocky soil, the good soil, the hard soil. Yeah. And that hard soil, the seed's just not going to get in there. The, yeah. the, the seed, which is the word of God is not going to, to even be able to, to have a chance. Yeah. To take root. It won't, it yeah. won't penetrate into the soil. And so, yeah. um, that, doesn't mean that the soil is always going to be hard. That Correct. doesn't mean that person's always going to have a hard heart. That doesn't mean that person's always going to be a scoffer. Yeah. But for the time being, they're not going to hear what you're saying. That's Correct. exactly what, yeah. what Solomon's saying. That's what Jesus is saying. That's what Paul's saying to the church in Corinth. Yeah. As Christians, yeah. those of us in the church who have confessed Christ, who have been added to his church, who have been clothed with Christ, are defined as Christians yeah. because we have made that decision. Yeah. Not to be defined as a sexually immoral sinner, Correct. not to be defined as a a a sinning scoffer, not to yeah. be defined as a liar, a cheater, um, yeah. anything else. Yeah. So therefore, absolutely, we need to go to our brothers and sisters if they slip up and yeah, and are making light of of other people and life circumstances and yeah. struggles that others are going through. Yeah. Well, that just reminds me of Galatians three, verse 20, right? Yeah. I have been crucified with Christ. Mm-hmm. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Then you think of, of, uh, acts, uh, I want to say eight or nine, seven, the first called Christians. I, I think I just got all three of those wrong. But in, they're, they're first called Christians in Antioch, right? Like that's how yeah. they are identified. They're identified as Christians. I want to say it's Acts 8, but I'm looking at it up. Okay. Well, if I get it right the first time, then that's great. But I don't I don't think I did. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I, had, I had another – while you're looking that up and, yeah. and verifying my foolishness. Um, 
I, I had another verse that I wanted to share, and it actually comes from Luke. So I'll let you get there, and then I'll um, I'll, I'll go to mine. Um, yeah, we were both way off. It's not seven, eight, or nine, but so keep going. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't. I as I was saying it out loud, I was like, um, I think I'm wrong there. So so Luke 18, and just whenever you Acts 11:26. Acts 11. I was one chapter off at one point. So um, <laughs> Luke 18. Mm-hmm. verses uh, 9 through 14. And and when I when I thought of a scoffer, this is kind of where my brain went to, right? He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone, who exalts, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. This, this Pharisee, a man who is supposed to be righteous, a man who is supposed to be good, a man who is supposed to be above reproach, is thanking God that he's not like this other man who's in the same place mm-hmm. as him, who's praying to the same God as him. I'm so glad I'm not like him. Who has sinned who has sinned just as he has just as, right um, and and this other man is is talking to god and it says that he he can't even lift up his head to heaven he's bowing his head in 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 shame and humility and in 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 sub, subservience to god it's almost kind of ironic that this man who is I is called a sinner here? Yeah, is the one who is showing humility, who yes. is showing uh, respect for the Almighty, yeah. and the one who sees himself as not a sinner yeah. is saying is is not the one that is showing humility, Correct. not the one that yeah. is honestly really showing respect for God, because yeah. it's almost like he's saying, "Hey, look at me! You should be looking at me and and." giving me respect for the life that I have lived uh, yeah. to say that to the creator of the universe is not to show respect to the creator of the universe. And yeah. so it, it's almost ironic how it's just switched yeah. in that way. Yeah. So I, I think, and and this kind of goes to the point that, that we made right before transitioning, right. Of, of someone's coming to God with, with sin. Someone's coming to us with sin. Someone's coming to us wanting to change their lives, coming to the Lord because they want mm-hmm. to change their lives. And if we sit there and thank God I'm not like you, <laughs> I'm so glad that I haven't done the things you've done or gone through things you have. Or, well, man, what a dagger to the heart and to the back, right? Like that's yep. that's just painful. So anyway, that that was what I had. I um I think it's so vital that we not think so highly of ourselves that we're unwilling to talk to others. Yeah. So, um. So one last thing that I kind of wanted to bring up is, you know, yeah. um, we've talked about we've got to avoid um, being that scoffer that we read about. We've mm-hmm. got to got to avoid uh, treating others in the church, those who are our brothers and sisters, and those outside the church yeah. um, in mocking and scoffing ways. Uh, we've talked about how we deal with people who um, 
do have that attitude sometimes within the church, but what about those outside the church? Yeah. What about, like, what do we do with those who um, are making fun of us, who are are scoffing, mm-hmm. who are mocking us for our faith? Peter actually kind of talks about that in Second yeah. Peter chapter 3, and this is this will be the last place that I go. Um, okay. And it's just in, in reference to, you know, w- what do you do when you have people who are are questioning, who are mocking and making fun of your faith? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Peter uh, writes, 2 Peter chapter 3, starting in verse 1. Um, this is now the second letter I'm writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I'm stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder that you should remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles. So he's saying, I- I'm trying to remind you that like, this is what's been predicted. This is what has been told to you. This is what Jesus has told to you. This is what the apostles have told to you. Yeah. And then in verse 3, knowing this first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires. <laughs> scoffers will come with scoffing. You no, know, right? <laughs> um, they will say, where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the, fa- the fathers fell asleep, talking about the, the forefathers, the, those yeah. who were first called Christians, honestly, back to Acts 11. Yeah. Um, all th- uh, they, they will say, where is the promise of his coming? For since they fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. For they deliberately overlook this fact that the heavens existed long ago and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God. Now I'm going to pause right there and then we'll finish reading this little paragraph right here. But but Peter's warning, he's saying people are going to make fun of you for your faith. Yeah. Um, now, this is a completely different discussion than, you know, the discussion about persecution. Um, you know, we talk sometimes in the church, like, are we persecuted today? Well, of course not. Not anywhere near what the first century yeah. church was persecuted. Like, we're, we're At not... At least not in America. Yeah. Okay. I should clarify that because yeah. we do have a worldwide audience. In yes. America, we are not persecuted anywhere close to the way that they were in the first century. Yeah. That's not true all over the world. Yeah. Uh, there are places and countries in our world that... Um, that will kill you that, if you are Christian. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're not talking about here in Second Peter, though, yeah. that kind of persecution. Peter's yeah. more so talking about the the mocking, the yeah. well, scoffing. You know, yeah. I feel like I've used that word a lot, but yeah. it's just the one that fits. Um, yeah. that, that's what Peter's talking about. He's saying Peter are going yeah. – uh, P- Peter says people are going to question you. People are going to say you don't know what you're talking about. People are going to say – if Jesus hasn't come back by now, he's never coming back. Yeah. And he says, this is the reminder yeah. that the heavens existed long ago. Yeah. God created all of this. Um, uh, the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God. God spoke it into existence. And then he continues in verse six. And that by means of these, the world that then existed was uh, deluged with water and perished. But by the same word, the heavens and earth that now exist are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. Peter saying, God created the world through water, destroyed it once through water. He's not going to do that again. He's going to destroy it through fire. Yeah. Regardless of what people say, don't forget what you've been told. Yeah. Regardless of how much people make fun of you, regardless how much people say you don't know what you're talking about, yeah. regardless of how much people say you're out of your mind. And Paul was told he was out of his mind by 
King Agrippa. He said, you're, you're out of your mind, Paul. You think you can yeah. convince me to be a Christian in so short a time? Yeah. And that was the, a very common thing yeah. in the first century. It's, yeah. I would say a common thing today as well yeah. for Christians to be told you're out of your mind. It's becoming more and more common. It's becoming very more, more so, and more common. Yeah. I think, I think especially in the South, right? Midwest, the Bible Belt. Yeah. During the 50s, 60s, maybe 20s, 30s for such a long time, it was commonplace to be Christian. Mm-hmm. It was uh, cool, might not be the right word, but it was like that was the thing, like you, that was the religion everybody was. There were very few people of outside religion, very few people of other religions. Um, if you weren't Christian, you were actually kind of persecuted for not being Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which again is, is contrary to, it, it goes with what, don't be a scoffer, right? And like, you're not going to win anybody over with that. Yeah. And, and in the nineties, early two thousands, it became kind of a fad to be a Christian, right? You had those yeah. WWJD bracelets, you had these, these different things and, and, and people were like, yeah, I'm a Christian. And it became just a, a common thing. You had these non-denominational churches, these mega churches that started coming up, and and becoming a Christian and being a Christian was just a it it, it meant nothing really. There yeah. was no meat behind it. Yeah. And now, twenty twenty two, I'm seeing more of my friends from high school, more people in the media, more people across the United States. If you're Christian, you're a bigot mm-hmm. and you're racist and you're awful and you're terrible and you you hate people. There's no love in Christianity. You preach love, but you don't give love. You don't act it. And, and there, there's all of this, this attack on, on Christians. Mm-hmm. And part of it is coming from people who claim to be Christians in word, but are not in deed. Mm-hmm. And therein lies our, our entire topic, right? Yeah. Of not being a scoffer. Yeah. But instead, being Christ-like. So. Yeah. No, I think you're spot on that. Um, I, I don't have anything else other than to correct myself. It was uh, <laughs> Festus that told Paul he Festus. was out of his mind. Okay. But it was during Paul's defense to King Agrippa. Got it. And, okay. Fe- and then Festus spoke up and said, Paul, you're out of your mind. It's yeah. Acts 26, um, 24, if y'all want to uh, double-check me on that. So, um, anyways, that's that's all I've got. I'll let you kind of close us out here, yeah. Chris. Um, all right. Well, uh, we are unbelievably grateful for those of you that are uh, two years later still listening to us. Um, thank you so much. For those of you that have picked up recently, we, we appreciate you just the same. Uh, we, um, we love doing this. We enjoy it. And we just ask that you can, if you can listen just a little bit longer uh, to, uh, to, to our little bitty outro, you can hear how you can help us. And, uh, and uh, we, we'd appreciate that as well. We love you all. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, Look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a... An opportunity for you to help us financially through a through a store. Uh, 
via Kim's Closet. And you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes. And we just hope that you will uh, that you will reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it. And that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.